0: 995 gold that's 833995 gold 833995 g o l d We're all looking for ways to save especially on medical bills but where do you start unless
1: you're a medical bill expert finding savings can seem impossible Well HealthLock can help HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that
0: securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in our number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Encourage you, as always, go subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute. You can search out my name, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. Lots of original, unique, you-can't-hear-anywhere-else content. Certainly, you can keep up with all 15 hours of the show as we hang out with you guys and break down everything that's going on in the world. And we got a lot coming your way. Again, Alex Berenson going to join us at the top of the third hour to talk about his lawsuit. Uh, we've already talked about the situations in Chicago, New York City, crime out of control uh, as we began the week and looked at that data. Uh, in about 30 minutes, I'll talk with you guys. I'll put on my lawyer hat and explain what's going on with the Fox News Dominion trial that is scheduled to begin tomorrow. Uh, in Delaware uh, surrounding the 2020 election and what aired on Fox News. I'll tell you uh, where I see that case going and how I would analyze it. Uh, But I wanted to come back to what we just finished off the first hour with, which is the battle that is currently underway surrounding the Bud Light brand since they put a uh, a, a man pretending to be a woman in front of their Bud Light cans with her her slash his whatever you want to say face on the cans i actually think but i put up a uh but I buck i put up a question uh over the uh over the weekend we are buds uh i put up a p- uh, question over the weekend and you can go vote in this poll question because while bud light i do believe is worthy of substantial condemnation uh for what they uh did with this ad and we're going to break it down for you and play what they're trying to do now to make up for that. Don't forget, Nike put this same person, Buck, in a sports bra and in women's leggings and tried to sell to everyone out there the idea that, uh, that women should buy this because... They had the, which I think is even more offensive. So it's not just Bud Light. They were engaging in the same kind of behavior, uh, as, as Nike. I think Nike's actually worse and 62% of you actually agree. Uh, over, let's see, 26,000 of you voted. 62% said the Nike ad was worse. 38% said Bud Light. What's different though, Buck, is the average Bud Light drinker is far more likely to be upset by this decision than the average Nike purchaser. And so I want to play for you. Bud Light is now scrambling, and they have a uh, patriotic version of their branding that they're now trying to spread widely. Listen to this. Let me tell you a story
2: about a beer rooted in the heart of America found in a community where a handshake
0: is a sure contract brewed for those who found opportunity in challenge and hope in tomorrow raised by generations
2: willing to sip share risk remember
1: all right. I, 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 I oh, can't, yeah. I can't yeah. anymore. I can't yeah. do it's it anymore. Just okay. It's laughably absurd so, now, but yes. If, if a politician, let's just say, tried an ad that was similar to this, it would go viral immediately for being so disingenuous yes. and cheesy. And it's amazing. I mean, I, I saw the, the guy, uh, you know, the, the CEO of Budweiser has a, uh, has an interesting background. You know, yep. a, yeah. Uh, he was a Marine and, uh, now he's making like $12 million a year to run Budweiser. That's one of those jobs, by the way, hard to get, but I mean, how don't do this is really the job description, meaning don't allow your marketing team to gratuitously insult, uh, the people that are actually drinking your beer on a day, on a daily basis. Um, but I, it was, it was kind of amazing to me. I felt like if they actually understood the real situation now, they would just start they would come out and maybe go to some of the old school Budweiser ads. They'd maybe have a little sense of humor about things. They'd have, be a little self-deprecating at some of the ads. This like, we're just gonna put a horse in waving fields of grain and we're gonna have piano mood music. Like am I getting a massage or am I watching a commercial here? You know the, the whole thing was just so PR-slick nonsense. It's embarrassing. But I, I think that the problem is, Clay, they don't, they don't want to do the obvious things here um, for because they're afraid that the wokeness will come after them, right? They should just be like, yeah, you're right, this is crazy. We should have never done that. And you know what? Let's run an old ad where we have a bunch of guys who are on the beach and there's pretty ladies and it's great. And they won't do that anymore, though.
0: Well, and and I was watching a lot of the early 2000s ads because I went back and and a lot of you remember how funny Bud Light used to be. Exactly. Right? The number one reason that you would watch beer commercials was they were engaging in a battle to be as funny as possible. Whether it's the What's up? Remember the Dr. Gal- Galawitzki? Dr. Gallawitski, Dr. Yes.
1: Gallawickets. Of course, Clay, the best ads during Spons the Super McKinsey? Bowl were generally the beer ads, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I watch this is a this is a funny story, buck. So, well, I'll just give you a couple stories on Bud Light. Bud Light, when I started OutKick, to show you how woke and crazy the universe of beer advertising has become, reached out because they wanted to advertise on OutKick. This was around 2013, 2014, so they were the official beer of OutKick. They would never touch OutKick now and we're like a thousand times as big now as we were seven or eight years ago. Also... This is kind of a funny story. Buck, when I was a kid, I went to uh, church camp. And a lot of people out there listening probably know, especially in the South, you would go to, uh, we went down to Panama City Beach. And we stayed in this, I bet that there's no way this physical structure is still there. But you walked in and there were like 20 bunk beds and everybody stayed there. And this would have been like 1990-ish uh, So, around that era, 91, something like that. Basically, when America was still awesome. And I had on an old t-shirt that my parents had bought for me that was a Spuds McKenzie t-shirt. So, when I was a little kid, Bud White, those of you out there who remember this, they had Spuds McKenzie, who was a little dog, the original party animal. Spuds McKenzie was always surrounded by like smoking hot chicks in a bikini, this dog. And so I had a Spuds McKenzie shirt. I had had it for a long time. My parents got it for me. My parents don't even drink, okay? Uh, But everybody likes Spuds McKenzie. Somehow I packed that shirt to go uh, on the church youth trip, and our church youth director was like, sorry, you can't wear your Spuds McKenzie shirt, kid, on the church youth camp. It's a little bit too risque. My point on that is they were just trying to all entertain America. And now the question, Buck, is should we add on more steam or should, because they advertise uh, and spend money, I shouldn't say advertise, but they donate money to Republicans, should we step back and say, oh, there's nothing more here? I think you add on more steam. I wouldn't touch Bud Light if I were you. I would make fun of anybody that you know who gets a Bud Light because I think this is one of the few times when you have an opportunity – to really score points and run up the scoreboard on your side. There's lots of fungible Bud Light alternatives, and you need to make corporate America aware that if they're only going to pander to the woke, there is a consequence associated with that, and I think that's why Bud Light is running Scared Buck and trying to put on these ridiculous, propagandistic, suddenly patriotic ads.
1: You know, we we all remember that this is much less... uh a thing you'll hear these days that it used to be, but I'm sure you grew up with this thing, too, which was, you know, sometimes you got to punch a bully in the face to get the kids yep. to stop bullying you, right? Now, these days, of course, that's that's not allowed anymore. But the same thing, I think, is true of a lot of, a lot of these corporations. I mean, they have to be. This is why um, we've supported Ron DeSantis standing up to Disney, for example. Yep. I think that you have to make an example of some of these companies that just out of you know it, it, there's always a combination of cowardice slash ideological um you know lockstep right so so on the one hand it might just be these companies are afraid that they're going to get attacked by the woke left democrat lunatics there's also some places now as we see at the in the case of disney where no the some of the decision makers really believe this stuff but either way You've got to raise the costs of doing business for them in this environment or else it just continues on. And I think that the right, generally speaking, culturally, psychologically, we figured out that we can either start to do things in response to the way that the politics or everything is being politicized all the time, or we can just let every corporation do the bidding of the far left lunatics and you know hope that they don't come for us for a little while longer it's pretty it's pretty clear i think what has to happen
0: yeah and and i would also add this the response if i were in charge of marketing at bud light obviously i never would have been this stupid and because i understand who drinks bud light and i understand what that response would have been but i think the response to bud light should be we're going to advertise to everybody that's the way out here right the way out is for them to say we're going to buy every audience in America. We're going to buy Fox News. We're going to buy Clay and Buck. We're also going to buy MSNBC, and we might occasionally have an ad that appeals to trans people. I think most Americans would say, if that was the response, okay, you're tr- you're a business that's marketplaces entirely uh, determined by, you want 100% of the marketplace to consider Bud Light, so that's what you're going to do. I mean, it's, it's basically... Michael Jordan saying Republicans buy sneakers, too. And, Buck, my wife texted me because she's pretty fired up about this Dylan Mulvaney ad in a sports bra. And I know a lot of women are out there, too. And she just sent me and said the Nike ad is so much worse. They've spent decades trying to end sensationalizing the unattainable female body in ads. And then this is like trying to appeal to women who are maybe not... An ideal athletic shape to work out and wear gear, and then she says in one single ad they showed an ideal woman's body should look like an anorexic man's, and I mean I I can't get over the idea of you're trying to sell sports bras to women by putting a dude with no boobs, a man, a man literally with a penis and testicles in a sports bra and having him dance around.
1: And it's it's also I think it's worth noting that the. You're supposed to accept this also. You can't even criticize this on an aesthetic level. Like, why are you elevating this person? Like, what about this individual's physique or anything else? If you don't say that that he is a beautiful woman, you're a bad person. Yeah. That's whatever. They immediately make this a moral crusade because the aesthetics of this are obvious, which is that, that actually Dylan Mulvaney looks like a deranged person. Yes. Like a person that really needs severe mental illness and me- mental health, uh, intervention. But no, you're actually supposed to go beyond even. It's not about, okay, this is, you know, this is how Dylan does things, whatever. It's, you don't think that this is beautiful and to be celebrated. You're a bigot. You think about this in other commercials, right? I mean, it's not a nice thing to do, but you'd be like, yeah, you know, I don't think that model's that, you know, that attractive or I don't think that guy's that, you know, that charismatic or handsome or whatever, you must celebrate the aesthetics of Dylan Mulvaney or you're an immoral, awful person. You're a bigot. That's the totalitarianism that is at play here.
0: This is where you're right, that they are soon going to pivot to if you are a guy and you're not interested in hooking up with a chick with a penis, you're transphobic. Like, there's yeah. something wrong with you. And by the way, that that is some of you out there are like there's no way this is coming no no that's gonna in like three years it's gonna be transphobic if you don't want to hook up with a dude with a penis pretending to be a woman just telling you that's where they're headed it it is by the way
1: with inflation on the rise and the stock market more volatile than ever protecting your retirement savings can be a challenge to weather today's economic uncertainty the phoenix capital group recommends diversifying your investments right now They recommend high-value U.S. oil and gas investments with current yields that range from 8% to 12% APY paid monthly. That's a better rate of return than banks or CDs with no middleman. There are both Regulation A-plus and Regulation D corporate bond offerings with different maturities, qualifications, and rates. There's also a 9% APY starting at a $5,000 investment open to all investors. Download the Phoenix Capital Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 8 to 12% APY. Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. That's phxonair.com.
0: Truth-seeking, reality-telling, The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more. Pick less. It's that easy.
1: The people also side with us on wanting to see an economy where businesses focus on their core missions rather than indul- indulging in woke political activism. And what you see happening, and look, some of it's annoying some of it they're virtue signaling and it is grading and honestly I think you know what's going on here you see Bud Light and doing all this stuff but some of this stuff I think is really insidious when you look at movements like ESG environment social governance what they are trying to do is they're trying to hijack corporate power in order to advance an ideological agenda it's totally true folks I mean on the one hand we're sitting here and, and enjoying uh uh, a, a moment at uh, Bud Light's uh, expense because of w- what's going on here. But the plans that the left has, un- understand they do, that's a good word to use too, that uh, Governor DeSantis used there, insidious. It is insidious, for example, that George Soros decided for ideological reasons that he would start backing district attorneys with money. I mean, no one had really ever thought to do this in this way before, to systematically seed Prosecutors' offices across the country with people who are going to make crime as legal as they can and still keep their jobs in these Democrat enclaves. Um, that's insidious. When you see, Clay, these corporations, uh, sure, there are some who are just clumsy, but there are real movements, uh, afoot. Uh, there, there are real movements and efforts underway to advance a far left agenda using your retirement funds, using, uh, the financial sector using banks to freeze people out. Banks won't even do transactions with some firearms companies, for example. Like, that really is power that is being wielded and it's every day.
0: The advertising industry is the wokest industry in all of America. It's important for you to realize that. Wait, and more than sports journalism. More than more sports. Th- wow. More than sports because they have fallen victim, whether it's Tucker Carlson, whether it's Clay and Buck Show. Whether it is anybody out there, uh, uh, Sean Hannity, again, if every product wants to advertise to every audience, I'm 100% in favor of it. But the left has become incredibly skilled at doing two things. One, they try to cancel ad dollars, and they are incredibly uh, demonic about their focus on that. Two, in addition to trying to cancel ad dollars, anytime we complain about an ad, they say, What's the big deal? Why are you complaining about an ad in the first place? So they try to stifle all dollars going to competing uh, competing marketplace shows. And then whenever you point out how woke the advertising industry has gotten, they immediately say, this isn't a big deal. Why are you trying to shoot down that ad in the first place? They are going after you on both ends of the spectrum. Understand how this game is being played and they are so duplicitous and so venal and so dishonest that I think you have to hold Bud Light accountable here. Uh, identity theft can happen to anyone while you're living your life, buying items online, airline tickets, even registering your kids for summer camps. Your info is often at risk. The amount stolen online every year in the billions of dollars. Best way to help protect yourself from identity theft comes from LifeLock. Being a LifeLock member means there's a company that, that has your back. Their sophisticated computer programs sort through billions of online transactions and new account openings looking for evidence of illegal activity. LifeLock will detect and alert you to potential identity thefts you may not spot on your own. And when they do, they'll give you an option to see whether or not it's real. If you don't become a victim of identity theft... If you do, they'll hook you up and take care of you. Again, important to understand, cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now, 25% off. Go to LifeLock.com. Use my name, Clay. Welcome back in. Clay, Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Okay, it was supposed to start today. But the Dominion lawsuit against Fox News surrounding uh, uh, the allegations that they have made uh, of defamation, basically, uh, is in a Delaware courtroom. They have seated a jury. And it now is supposed to start tomorrow. Now, it's still possible this thing could settle. And it could always settle in the middle of the, uh, of the trial as well. There's lots of different moving parts still on this. But I do think it's significant from a First Amendment perspective. And so I wanted to address it some with you guys and let you know where it's going. Now, you guys know I sold my company, Outkick, to Fox two years ago. So this was, I was not involved. I'm not going to be a witness in this case. I'm not involved in any way. I wasn't on Fox News at the time of uh, of this issue. So I am not speaking with some insider knowledge at all. I haven't spoken to anyone at Fox to my knowledge about this case. But I do think purely from a news perspective, it's on the front page of the New York Times, for instance, today, um, that it is a interesting case. And Buck, I have been reading a great deal about this. And uh, my position on it in general is Times v. Sullivan, which is, I believe, the 1964 case, which uh, the Supreme Court used to lay out essentially a defamation standard for purposes of newspapers as it pertains to public figures, is still the law of the land. There's been a lot of discussion about whether it needs to change because the challenge of proving a defamation case against a public figure, and in this case, uh, Dominion would be one, is very challenging. But I have read basically every news story on this. I'm only reacting to what has been put out into the public arena. I don't see remotely how this is going to be a case that legally, legally, now it may take five years to play out and eventually go all the way to the Supreme Court but I don't understand how Fox is liable here for putting on people who made the allegation that the 2020 election was stolen. That's the job of uh, of a news network is to cover the news. And so you're not responsible for everything that is said in an opinion space from others. So to me, this is ultimately not that difficult of a case to decide.
1: So also for... Uh... Full disclosure purposes. Um, obviously my my wife works for Fox News, right? So what I'm when I'm weighing in on, but she uh, Fox also hasn't News
0: been deposed. She's not testifying. Like she's not involved no, in this case. She's a, in produ- that way. she's
1: a producer there. She's yeah, not, right. But I think that's that.
0: important too. I mean, there's you know thousands but, of Fox employees. Yeah, so, no, I know. Like,
1: but I'm saying yeah. like you know I don't want I don't want. Uh, one of those left wing groups to hit us like doesn't even disclose the fact that it's okay, working for the no, company. It's a good know.
0: point, but it's not like she's a key right. b- witness. Well, you here. have yeah. to
1: because, you know, Fox bought your site and everything yeah. else, but I'm just saying for right. me too. So the wife, the wife, uh, works for, uh, for Fox News. Um, I, I, w- I would say this. Everything you have seen in recent years from the left and from the Democrats shows a, a ruthless desire to suppress opposing voices. Correct. If you stand in the way of the Democrat apparatus, they plan to crush you, to silence you, to kick you off, to shut down your server, to, you know, you name it, right? Whatever they can do. And it's in that environment that now we're we're possibly going to see. It hasn't happened yet, but if Fox were, let's just say, to lose this in court, that you would have people now setting a standard of you are responsible for opinion that other people on a point of may, this isn't opinion about like, you know, is, is, uh, is so and so like beating his wife? And then you're just, you know, you're, this is about the election. This was about something that mattered to the whole country. And obviously millions and millions of people felt very strongly about it. Um, so it was a matter of public importance that you would then punish a network for airing opinions of people shown as such, right? Yes. They're they're not going after the host. They're going after the fact that, where does that stop and start? And then, of course, by the way, you know, what are the outer limits of that new standard? So, you know, who who is going to go and do we get to go and sue MSNBC for putting that now convicted felon and massive fraud and CNN, by the way, Michael Avenatti on TV over and over again, spewing lies, Spewing lies about Brett Kavanaugh, never mind about Trump. Are, are are we going to, you know, remember he got involved with Julie yeah. Sweat. Oh, yeah, People know, forget yeah. this. I mean, are, are we going to go back and hold, I mean, maybe some of you are saying, yeah, we should. Well, that's the other part of this, fight fire with fire. Is CNN accountable for putting complete liars on air talking about Russia collusion and members of the, not just Trump, Trump's family? Those are, you know, those are individuals who weren't in government suggesting that they were somehow also in on this traitorous collusion plot. All lunatic lies. Oh, Trump is held responsible for, I'm sorry, Fox is held responsible for opinion because it involves Trump. But CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times and others can be lunacy factories for years, and that's all just covered under, you know, free speech, man. I mean, Clay, the double standard here is
0: is too obvious. Also, I don't see any damages. Uh, and this is me, again, analyzing it from a legal perspective. I haven't seen Dominion prove that they have lost a single dollar in revenue. They were still involved in the 2022 election. And so I, I question the analysis from a damages perspective. And again, legally, and this is the same analysis that I gave you, by the way, on the Alvin Bragg uh, allegations and charges that he filed against uh, Trump legally. This is eventually, I believe, going to get tossed because of the basic law. And again, facts are decided by juries. The law is decided by judges. But I think one of the challenging parts about that is it can take years for the full fruition of the legal process to play itself out. So I would encourage all of you to pay attention to it. I would also say keep in mind the way that this story is being covered. The New York Times and the Washington Post, for instance, are covering the Dominion versus Fox News lawsuit in a breathless, fanatical degree. They still haven't covered the Twitter files. The actual collusion that existed between big media, Twitter, big tech, and, uh, and the Democrat Party, by and large, the New York Times and the Washington Post audience have no idea what Elon Musk revealed associated with the Twitter files now we're talking to you about Dominion we're going to talk with you and the Fox News next hour we're going to talk with you about Alex Berenson and the lawsuit that he has filed against Pfizer and against the Biden administration surrounding COVID our job is to talk to you about every story that's out there to make you as well informed as you possibly can be but pay attention. I mean, it's a very valid question to be asking. Wait a minute, okay, you'd think that Fox News versus Dominion or Dominion versus Fox News is a monster story that deserves to be on the front page every day. Why, New York Times and Washington Post, have you still not covered the Twitter files? Why, New York Times, have you barely covered the Hunter Biden laptop story associated with the New York Post? Why are you picking and choosing stories based on the narrative agenda and which direction you think that's going to go um, I think these are all very, very valid questions, and, and it's frustrating to me, Buck, because I know this audience is pretty well informed about all of these different stories, not only left-wing obsessions, but also right-wing stories. The left-wing people, the people who read just the New York Times every day, the people who read just the Washington Post every day, many of them have no idea what's actually going on or what the truth is on so many of the most important stories of our day. They just don't even know they well, exist. You know, this is always uh, a a
1: revelation when they do any effort to see, uh, just to compare whether the Democrats really know what the Republicans think, or really what the, when the left is asked, what does the right think on this? They have no idea. They have a caricature version of what the right right. believes on anything. When you, when they ask, I mean, you could sit here, you and I could do the whole, we could go through, here are the left wing talking points. We know exactly what they're going to say. I read them every the day. Issues, Watch them the every day. Day in and day out. I mean, Lay well, still reads the New York Times in print, for heaven's sake. Cover like, to
0: cover every day. I
1: know what they say. It's hanging out in the enemy camp and seeing their plans. So we know what they think. And you know, my friends, Mondays are either the easiest or the toughest work day of the week, depending on the person. Either way, you want to take on a Monday with all the energy you can. It's one of the reasons we're seeing you and so many others in this audience subscribe to Chalk's Vitality Stack Supplements. The vitality stacks created for both men and women are designed to give you all-day energy and balance so you have just as much energy at 7 p.m. as you do at 7 a.m. The leading ingredient in their male vitality stack has been shown in research to replenish 20% of the deficient amounts of testosterone that the average man's contending with. I mean, we don't even realize for the most part, folks. Men, we're down something like 50% testosterone-wise over the last 50 years. And testosterone is a necessary driver that your body needs for energy. So sign up today to get that energy boost you need from Chalk. You'll get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life when you use my name, Buck, in the sign-up process. Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck, for 35% savings. Go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com.
0: Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay & Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense. Find the guys on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people
1: still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
0: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
1: You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals.
0: Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
1: That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these
0: individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts From thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel.
1: GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving
0: every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code Clay in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.
1: Clay and Buck going strong here. Coming up in a few minutes, our friend Alex Berenson will be with us. He of uh, Substack and being right about pretty much everything uh about covid fame um he has uh, a couple books out too but we'll talk to him about his lawsuit against the biden administration for suppressing his free speech rights um also interesting that uh we'll get to this in a moment elon musk came out and said and this is tucker's airing this interview tonight i'm gonna watch it uh it's going you know, i'm sure it's gonna be really interesting elon and tucker uh two fascinating uh, individuals who are doing a lot i think for free speech in this country. And just free, really free thought in this country uh, in general. Um, but uh, there's a little preview clip out from Tucker's show that we want to get to in, in a moment of uh, where he says that, well, what is the government, what kind of access was the government giving to people on Twitter before Elon? It's like pre-Elon, P-E. Um, we'll get into that in just a second. Um, but we've got, I uh, want to hear from all of you. We've got phone calls coming in. Also, our VIP emails. Here's one, by the way. Subscribe at clayandbuck.com. And this one comes from Chris. Have you heard about multiple car manufacturers not installing AM radio? There was an article that said they will not be installing AM and how this will impact conservative talk shows and limit the conservative message. I view this as a way for liberals to silence the conservative movement and message. Please look into it. Thank you from our VIP, Chris. Uh, Chris, we are all over this. It is really important. It's obviously very important to us, but it's important to the conservative movement and honestly to... All Americans, because there's a big safety component of this. Clay dealt with it himself recently, but I just want to, want to tell you that, I mean, you've got 80 million Americans who depend on AM radio every month. So people are listening to baseball games, monitoring weather, uh, listening to shows like this one. I mean, Clay, when you were driving into Fort Lauderdale last week and you were trying to figure out what's going on with the weather, where were you looking for the real time updates?
0: I was hitting on my, uh, AM dial trying to figure out what was going on. Because, again, for people who were in South Florida and experienced it, this is the most rain that any part of Florida has gotten in a 24-hour period in the history of uh, of any kind of records. And so I was going along fine. And, you know, I rely on Waze and I rely on Google Maps to try to get me around the best way that they can. Buck, the flash floods hit so fast in Fort Lauderdale – that ways and also the google maps were completely worthless i've never been in a situation like that before where and i think i told you on friday or, or last week it reminded me a little bit of the office where michael scott's character is being told by a garmin in his car just keep driving right into the lake <laughs> and he drives directly into the lake that's how rapidly the water came up i couldn't get to my hotel And so I legitimately put it on the AM dial and started rotating it around to try to get emergency updates on what was going on. If I hadn't had an AM dial, I would have been screwed. I mean, AM is
1: still the backbone of the emergency alert system in this country, everybody. Uh, There's a reason why, as I said, in in all the zombie apocalypse movies, when everything else is gone, when your cell phone doesn't work, when the power's down, when you got to... AM radio is there. It is the baseline mass communication tool. I mean, FEMA and first responders across the country rely heavily on AM radio for our public warnings to be delivered in emergencies. That's because AM's reach is unmatched, and it's free. So, look, you can actually do something to stop this, and obviously this show is asking you to mobilize as much as you can. Text uh, AM to 52886 And tell Congress that, look, we need to have AM radio in cars and trucks. Again, mobilize for us, team. Text AM to 52886. Tell your congressman that we need AM radio in cars and trucks. Like I said, we need it for safety and we need it for free speech. We need it so that there's actually a place where we can continue to do the conversations like we're having here. I mean, think of the decades that what Rush meant for the conservative movement was only possible because of AM radio. right? Rush kept AM radio uh, going in a way that had enormous uh, impact on the country for decades, and it can have impact for decades to come, but can't have these car companies deciding for just frivolous reasons to get rid of it. So I think it's really important, Clay, that um, we we focus in on the safety reasons to have AM and also the free speech reasons to have
0: AM. No doubt. Um, And imagine what the reaction would be if Something left wing was getting shut down. Uh, they would be up in arms over the fact cool. that it's occurring.
1: Look at how upset NPR got recently yeah. over being labeled, which is just a statement of fact. It is publicly Correct. funded media. NPR and PBS very upset over this. Which brings me to Elon. And you know, you know what's nice about AM radio? It's it's going out over the radio waves, and you're hearing what's being said here on the show. You know what the problem is with a lot of these digital services and apps, especially the free ones, Google and YouTube and all this stuff? Uh, a lot of manipulation going on. This is from that Tucker interview we mentioned. Listen to this preview clip where they talk about, for those who aren't on Twitter, there's, there's, you know, the tweets that everyone sees, there's DM, direct message, like a text message via Twitter. Listen to what the government had. Play this.
0: The degree to which uh, various government agencies had effectively had full access to everything that was going on on Twitter, uh, blew my mind. Um, I was not aware of that.
1: Would that include people's DMs? Uh, yes. The government had unfettered access, effectively. If it wanted it, it could get it easily. Just reach out to their Twitter intermediary, it seems, Clay, and they could see your DMs. Think about think about what that means for journalists who are contacting sources, for example. People that think they can reach out confidentially via Twitter before Elon wasn't confidential in the least. Big Brother was watching all of it.
0: Do you just presume, because I do, that somebody has access to every text message that I send? Yes. Right? I mean, I I just, and I've thought that for a long time about DMs, that they probably have access to them and... That is staggering the amount of information that theoretically your government is taking of your private information on a day to day basis. I mean it truly is. Nothing nothing online these days is truly private. That's the reality,
1: especially given the technological uh it's one thing when the government comes up with end runs, you know, oh, we have a way of hacking the encryption or yeah. getting around. That's a big part of it. But in the case of Twitter and by the way, same thing's going on at Facebook, same thing's going on at YouTube. It's Oh, there's a Democrat in power in the White House? Whatever you guys need. You want to see this stuff? You want us to shut down this person? Kind of like what they did to our friend Alex Berenson, who is coming up here in a few minutes to talk about what does it mean when the federal government, when the Biden White House, when the most powerful government entity in the world decides that you don't have free speech rights. He's suing, and
2: we'll talk to him in a minute.